0: Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis and Merry Christmas, because this is a Christmas bonus episode. And joining me today in the Zoom room is... Uh, Kyle Dotson,
1: Courtney Cronin-Dold.
0: And back for his second go-round for a track-by-track episode. This time, the first makeup albums, Lick It Up and Animalize. Please welcome Die Hard kiss fan actor and drummer christian maumine hello christian how are you doing
2: i'm very well thank you it's great to be back
0: christian your beard is a little bit trimmed up this time it's not as uh it's not as uh militia as it was before a little bit uh, you're looking good looking good and uh courtney you look fantastic you're putting us to shame
1: Oh well, I brushed my hair, and you can't see the dog hair because of the lighting. That's on okay. My sweater, so. That's
0: okay. I call Since we're talking about kiss, I'm going to think it's
1: cat hair. It, it's cat <laughs> hair, it's cat man <laughs> hair. So
0: uh, Christmas morning, I guess everyone had a great Christmas. Kyle, what'd you get?
3: Um, lot, oh boy, <laughs> lots of stuff. I can't even. Oh, so much stuff you can't even think of yeah, it. Yeah, sw- a sweater. All righty, socks. <laughs>
1: I got socks too. My husband gave me compression socks.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> it was the most romantic gift ever.
2: And are was, you notice? Are you noticing a difference?
1: They're actually really already? comfortable. He wears his constantly. He walks around in shorts and compression socks. Hot.
0: Nice. I got a sharp
2: uh, dressed man.
0: <laughs> I got a. I got a brace to improve my posture, and. <laughs> Old people give. I'm not wearing it now. And
2: uh, is, it, is it one of those uh, shoulder harness support things? That yeah, you, you can we, you
0: can wear it under your clothing. No one will know.
2: Did everybody oh. else, like at one point on Facebook, started getting a whole bunch of ads for those? Yes. Or, okay. Probably. Yep. I get, I've got one on order too. I thought, what the heck? Yeah.
0: They are listening in because whenever uh, my wife and I are talking about something Then when I, if I have my computer open, the next thing on Facebook, all of a sudden things that are similar, like we were watching, um,
1: isn't that trippy? It's
0: trippy. We were watching, we were watching the comedy store documentary and, and I had my computer open, my laptop. And the next day on Facebook, I started to get recommendations for friends of people that were in the documentary, but like people that I don't know. Yeah. It was really weird.
3: I thought you were gonna say you were getting recommendations for a funnier place to go. <laughs> well, it's over your internet
1: too. You're probably watching it over your.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're streaming it through the Fire Stick yeah. or whatever. So it's yeah. all, uh, it's all, it's all weird. But speaking of weird, let's talk about this album, "Lick It Up," and then we will talk mm-hmm. about this album, "Animalize." Mm-hmm. Okay, "Lick It Up." I'm holding it up, so if you're watching the video, you can see it. Uh, this is the first non-makeup album. Um, if you think Unmask is the non-makeup album, you're wrong. That was a trick. This is it. What do you guys think of this cover? I uh, I'll just comment oh, who on.
3: Didn't get the memo.
0: <laughs> who who didn't get the memo, Vinny? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Vinny's wearing my aunt wearing my aunt Margaret's hat. wig in this that's not Vinny's hair that's a wig did you guys know that he's wearing a wig on this album cover oh, of
1: course
2: i did not know that no oh yeah if you because see- his, his real hair was just kind of too much like thread or
0: yeah it's just stringy yeah. i mean look at the lick it up video i mean it doesn't look at all like this
2: no it does not um it does not
0: i think gene looks cool on this because he's yeah. sticking his tongue out paul looks great paul looks cool i mean i would like to see some more outtakes from this i I guess this was the best photo of the, of the day, but, um, it is weird that, that Vinny's wearing a lady's wig and then a pink top. But, um,
2: do you have, do you have, or any of you have the history book, the giant hardcover, very heavy.
0: I, I used to have it. And then I sold it on, I sold it on eBay when I needed money.
2: Well, all right. And I
0: had an, I had some additional autographs in there. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I just
1: sent right. you guys a picture, by the way. Oh, boy. I did this comedy show with Craig Gass and Earl Skakel, who were both huge Kiss fans, and they put our faces on the Lick It Up cover. So I just ah, sent ah, it to you. All right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is pretty it's funny. pretty funny, and I'm Paul.
0: <laughs> you have to be. Excellent. Paul's the most ladylike. Well, I don't know about on that cover. Well, no, but, on um, this cover, yeah. But um, so what? Uh, what were you saying, Christian?
2: What did you say? Um, well, and also, okay. So, how many uh, did did you watch when Kiss did the official unmasking on MTV? Where I G- did G- with JJ Jackson.
0: Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah. But it was a big who cares because I mean, you really only cared what Paul and Gene looked like. You didn't really care about so much about Eric. You definitely didn't care about Vinny, right? Who was in makeup for a second. So there,
2: it was there it was, was that element to it. Yeah.
3: yeah. But yeah, I definitely got, watched he it. He just got done putting it on. They're like, "Oh, we're not doing that anymore." I it's just perfected kind of, the onk. Yeah. I got and, it even.
0: And you kind of knew what Paul no, looked that was like. So short. If you just looked at Paul's the half of his face that didn't have the star, you could kind of right. you kind of knew Paul looks like Paul no matter what.
1: Yeah, Gene but um, was the most shocking. I thought because yeah. of the way he lines his lips. Yes, He's got very full lips, and the way he the demon lines his lips, it was very like, "Whoa, look at that!" No wonder everybody's making out with that guy. Like. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was the surprising part
2: for me.
0: I love the Gene always has to stick the tongue out just in case you're not sure well,
1: which one is
0: Gene. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's <laughs> the part of the classic kiss they're holding on to for that photo. But
0: it's kind of yeah, anti- or... yeah. it's kind of anticlimactic was... that unmasking because they're just kind of like behind a card table, sitting in some folding chairs, and JJ Jackson, who seems like the guy that's probably the least into kiss. Is doing it you know what yeah. I mean it's um yeah. it's interesting but you know whatever's I gonna get the you,
1: magazine I had like the magazine you know when you turned each page and it was them like first with the makeup and then without the makeup it was in like one of the teen magazines
0: that's amazing I don't yeah. remember that at all but that's amazing but um this this was a, this was a huge hit do you think this was a hit because they took the makeup off do you think that was one of the reasons this went platinum
2: It did. Uh, Maybe. Hard to say. Just to share a personal story, uh, I had overheard some, this is back in high school, in the, you know, 84, Mm 5, but I had overheard a couple guys talking. They were talking about the new kiss, and maybe animal, I don't know. But it was around that time, and they just said, yeah, now they're cool. They used to suck, but now they're cool. (laughs) It was just all about, like, they're not wearing makeup anymore. Now I can like them. I'm a,
1: yeah. you know,
2: I'm one of those guys.
1: I think it was MTV. I think that video was just like, that video was on all the time. Yeah,
0: it yeah. really was.
1: And It really I was. Think that's what put them on the map. The MTV, they just.
0: Well, and then they were, they were able to compete with uh, all the other, uh, you know, band, if you want to lump, uh, if you want to lump them into, you know, Motley Crue and Rat and all those bands, because once they took the makeup off, they were able to sound a little bit more like that and do a little bit more like that. And, but the thing about Kiss is they always could lean on that. If we ever want to put the makeup back on, we'll fucking put the makeup back on. And those other bands only had their music to lean on Kisses. So in 96, when they came back, it was like, it, it all just made sense. Like, sure. They took it off for a while and now it's back on. Yeah. And again, I believe they could take it off again, and then have and do acoustic shows, and they could have another resurgence if they wanted to. So who knows? Kiss is always. Uh, I
4: love
1: their acoustic shows. Oh, they I do too. At the San Manuel Casino worst mm. showroom ever. It is awful, but uh, they we went and it was great.
0: Well, when they had the Loved it. when they had the L.A. Kiss, that was one of the promotions they would do, and Kyle and I got to go to a, one of those with, uh, you know, no makeup, just jeans and shirts. And uh, Tommy Thayer was sitting most of the time and Gene kept making fun of him. Oh, Tommy's a Tommy's a serious musician today because he's sitting down. And then, uh, and then Paul, without the makeup, he doesn't do all the crazy Paul, you know, he doesn't do that voice and he doesn't, he's just like, hey, how's everyone doing? Okay, we're going to play this one. But Kyle and I went with two other guys who had never seen Kiss. And while we we're waiting in line to get in, they kept asking us, Are they going to sing Beth? And we're like, no, they really don't sing Beth anymore. Are they going to sing this song? And they, they named all these songs and we said, no, they don't do that. They won't do that. And they did it. They did all of them. Yeah. Which was great. It was really great. And they, uh, and they looked like they were having more fun without the makeup at this show that was just, Kyle, there weren't many people in that building. It definitely wasn't no. full. it was there were
3: more than a normal LA kiss game.
0: yes, there were but... more than yeah, but not like <laughs> it was it was so it was wild. but it was a great show to be at and the whole there was no light like just the whole the lights were up in the whole arena. there were no like oh, wow. spotlights and stuff. the lights were just up and here we are. so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, lick it up. Did you buy it on the day of release, Christian?
2: Uh, I did not. I did not. I kind of got around to it a little bit later. Yeah, same
0: here. I didn't I didn't run right out and buy it. It was interesting that I didn't. What about you, Courtney? Do you remember purchasing it?
1: I think I purchased just the single of Lick It Up. Yeah. Because I was very unfamiliar with the rest of this album, like when I started listening to it, the whole album, like, you know, almost 10 years ago. Um, but I have it on vinyl. It's like one of the few. I'm not a big vinyl guy. guy. I'm not a big vinyl guy like you guys. But I'm not. Um, and, but it's one of the few that I do have. Cool. You have look It Up. Yeah.
0: That's a good one to get autographed because there's, uh, you know, they can sign right under their names with a nice silver pen. That's what I recommend. Um, <laughs> now interesting, Vinny Vincent, new to the band, known for some songwriting. Uh, he's got eight of the 10 co-writes on this.
1: Yeah. He like wrote mm-hmm. most of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He really did. And, um. I don't know how much vetting goes into Kiss when they replace their guitarist. I, I think for a while there wasn't much, but um, <laughs> Vinny's, uh, Vinny plays, he doesn't play like Ace. He does those, uh, the more theatrics, more up and down it the fretboard. more
1: like McMetal to me. Not that he's not great yeah. and like, I, I mean, amazing and just, I mean... But the songs, like I guess that's more on animalize. I guess we'll get there. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. the different. But um yeah, I think I skipped. Maybe I meant on animalize. It sounds more like da. Like every song is like d- Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's kick it off, Kyle. What's the first track?
3: Exciter. Exciter.
0: Let's hear it. Let's see if we get excited. And Paul loves to pick the, the song titles that aren't great. If you have a little bit of a lisp,
4: <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. You would think you would write a, Like I, if I had a prominent lisp, I would try to write around that, but he leans into it. Psycho <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, to
4: the
1: city.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, now, this is interesting. Rick Derringer plays guitar on Exciter. He plays yes. he plays lead on this song.
2: He does, yes. He does the solo, which is a very good solo. Yes, it is. And it the story, right, that you saw behind it was that the, he just, Vinny wasn't getting the feel of this one particular solo, that they wanted a certain way, and he just, on that one track, he wasn't getting it. So it's interesting to listen... To the solo, knowing it's Rick Derringer, but also like going, oh, okay, well, what about this? Was he not getting? It's yeah. a curious thing.
0: And I wonder if Rick Derringer—he must have just been in the building because I don't see like Kiss isn't going to say, you know, who we need on this? Rick Derringer, and then they call well,
1: I was him. Say, this is not about- I don't know a lot about him, but he just seems kind of random. Just based it, on yeah, the stuff yeah, I
0: read. Exactly. Yeah, it just seems like a random choice. It's not like uh, it's not like they called some uh, Warren D Martini or some la person all of a sudden here's just rick derringer i don't even know where rick derringer lives i feel like he lives like in like in middle like in idaho or something but uh (laughs) he
1: probably was in the building because back then you were in the studio all the time i guess yeah yeah and it seems very plausible that he was next door doing something and they're like rick just can you get in here yeah
2: what can you do with this three yep did you know the i didn't know this uh Rick Derringer <laughs> plays the solo on Weird Al's "Eat It."
0: Yes, I did know that. Oh. I okay, did. Know, yeah, I actually so did know that.
2: And most, you know, he you know, closely trying to mirror the Eddie Van Halen solo.
0: Well, he he plays guitar on like those first four or five, and he produced those Weird Al albums. Rick Derringer. Ah, yes. He oh, probably okay. made oh. more. He probably made more money producing the Weird Al albums than he did with his own oh. music over his career. Who knows? um, I've seen
1: him at the Greek, Weird Al, three times.
0: Great every time? Yeah. Kyle, have you ever seen Weird Al live? No. And you're a big fan. Mm
1: -hmm. His band is amazing.
4: Cool. They're
1: so good. I mean, uh, it's such a great show. And he was like incorporating video and all that stuff before anybody was doing that. You know, he was having like little interstitials between like while there were costume changes and they were hilarious. The, and it was a
3: brilliant show.
0: Well, the band fun. would have to be good because they have to tackle all those different genres of music. Exactly. I mean, you know, a mm-hmm. prog Maybe rock song.
3: Switch from one to another, like. In, a, in an instant.
1: Yeah, like in, in one song. <laughs> Hot unlike Rocks Vin- Polka. That's the best. Hot Rocks Polka. But anyway.
0: Uh, unlike Vinnie Vincent, who, if he's not getting it, they just call another guy in. They don't even. Get it. <laughs> uh, now. Even though Rick Derringer plays uh, the solo on the exciter, this, this is a true band album. As far as I can see, it's just the four guys on this album. There's no overdubbing. There's no, no one else in the studio with them. And, uh, co-produced by Michael James Jackson, who did the uh, creatures in the night and then with Gene and with Paul. So, and again, I want to mention, I do love the sparseness of this cover because if you're going to take the makeup off, you don't need anything but them on a, on a white background. Perfect.
3: Oh, they look cool. In, yeah. In hindsight, I wonder if they thought, I mean, it already went, it went platinum, so it doesn't matter. But I wonder if they thought about not showing themselves until you bought the album and opened it up. And that was where you would see their oh, faces. That's a cool oh, idea.
0: that is a cool idea. Because back then with the internet, no one could have, there was no internet. So you yeah. couldn't, you couldn't Unless have posted it,
3: put it on display at the record store. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm amazed they didn't come up with something like, like a peel away cover. Like you peel it, you peel it. And then like the makeup Mm -hmm. comes off their faces or something.
1: That would be cool. I'm surprised no one has done that.
0: Maybe they'll do it now. They still could. They still, they still love money. Who
1: doesn't love money?
0: Okay. Exciter. I don't really, um, I don't mind that song, but I don't like Paul's vocals that much. I feel like he's over singing on that song. And that's Mm -hmm. just me. What do you guys think of Exciter?
1: He does sound like he's yelling, yeah, a bit. I, yeah,
3: I like it. I think it's a good one of of the ones on this album. I think it's a it's probably the best one to kick off the album. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes in with that like strutter, or whatever you know, that kind of rhythm of cadence of the 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 name of the song is yep. the
0: first one. I agree with that, Christian. What do you think of Exciter?
2: Yeah, I think it's a good kickoff. I like the rhythm of it. It it it's almost well, I'm probably not accurate, but it's kind of introducing the the new kiss and kind of the new sound of the new kiss. That's because, true. Yeah, uh, there you know they do start to get more into that right, you know, which uh, some other songs have that kind of thing. But it it is sort of like hey, we're we're rolling with the trick because '83. I don't know what other metal bands and. Songs like that were starting to take over. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. Was it, was it really when quiet riot and the come on, feel the noise video is that that took things kind of to another level. I believe so. Because um, of,
0: that kind of made it uh mainstream that kind of music. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Don't you think it sounds a little bit like I was made for loving you?
0: Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In yeah, my yeah. head,
1: I'm kind of thinking, is it going to be that the chugga chugga type it's thing? Harder. It's just harder. I
0: never thought of that before, but that's a good call. Definitely. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving on to Not For The Innocent. This is a a Gene song co-written with a double V. Let's hear it.
2: And then just in case you didn't catch those lyrics, I'm mean and I'm dirty like none you've ever seen. Bad habits drip like honey. No tongue can lick me clean. That's what we just enjoyed. Mm. Yeah. Better lock up your daughters. We're coming to your town. We're here for the slaughter. Kick you when you're down. Kick you when you're
0: down. Um, right. I do like, I. I uh, well, Christian White let me let's get let's hear your thoughts on it first, and then we'll go to Courtney. Um,
2: it's a you know it's a good kind of a solid drive to it. Um, it's not a favorite of mine. It doesn't really jump out. I I mean you know it's a could be a good driving down the freeway fast song mm-hmm. with just that. Um, there's a good solo. The guitar solo is good, but pretty much all the solos on this album are good because y- it's Vinny. Yeah. Um, yeah, really expressing himself as himself uh but it's okay it's all right this one
1: all right courtney yeah. um i feel like he didn't know what it was going to be about is he coming to town to kick ass and like heal <laughs> their daughters or do you know what i mean like yeah. you couldn't decide which one it is but i like the part where he says let the beast run wild like i love that part but it's a little too medley for me
0: yeah, I do. Uh, I do like the Gene vocal in this. I like. I like when he, there's like a growl to his vocal, mm-hmm. and well, like like none that you've ever seen. Like I like that Gene, and um, yeah. but yeah, sometimes the lyrics, Courtney, uh, they just they just go where the rhymes go. I think for Kiss. Yeah. So so whether they're kicking ass or uh, forgive me licking ass, I don't know. But um,
1: <laughs> lick you clean.
0: Yeah, lick you clean. Well, I like you know Gene throws. The word tongue in a song, and it's a Gene song, and he's got the tongue, so...
1: Right.
0: Kyle, what about you? You look very serious about this one. You're thinking a lot about uh, it.
3: No, I... It's fine. It's not great. It could be a skip. <laughs> Going from Exciter to that, it's just kind of a, a drop-off.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really plod, but it, it doesn't seems really... Like- Rock. Yeah.
3: It seems like a middle of the album song. And I don't know why mm. they threw it at two. Maybe it's a new uh maybe you coined a new term, plod rock.
1: Yeah, I was like <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never heard that. Plod Sometimes. rock. Sometimes. <laughs>
0: it's so funny. Well, like uh being a parent and having uh you know, having daughters, uh whenever I hear the you know, daughter and slaughter, it's just kind of just puts me on my heels a little bit. I'm like you're you're coming to the town to kill some girls? I mean, it's yeah, like... I feel like
1: he's coming it. to kill their dad so he can take oh, them. Oh, yeah. I Isn't mean, that what it
0: is? Like, I really love the Iron Maiden song, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter, but then if I think about what it's, it's singing about, I'm like, then I don't like it, but...
1: They mean the band Slaughter. I hope so. They mean bring your daughter to the Slaughter concert cuz Mark Slaughter is wonderful. right.
0: <laughs> all right, yeah. here we go. Track 3, title track. I also think they could have led the album off with Lick It Up, but Exciter is mm-hmm. is pretty uh pretty frenetic and fun. But um, I remember hearing seeing Lick It Up for the first time on MTV and I'm all in on this song, so let's hear it. Uh, I mean, I I love Paul's vocal. I love when the guitar goes boom, like that. I like uh, I like yeah. later in later in the song when Gene says uh, he uh, Gene has like a line like ooh yeah ooh yeah or something. He does like something ooh, yeah, in there.
4: Ooh, yeah, 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 and
0: um, yeah. I love. I've always loved this song. There's a reason that it's still in the set list after you know 30 years. I mean, people people love it, and I think it's an undeniable. It's one of their signature songs, in my opinion. So, Courtney, what do you think of "Lick It Up"?
1: I love "Lick It Up." I love it live. I love when "Lick It Up" comes in the show yeah. because it's like a forty-two-minute-long version of "Lick It Up." <laughs> <laughs> it goes on forever. It's like it's the prostate song. I think. I think they leave Tommy out there and everybody goes pee. And um,
4: <laughs>
0: well, no, yes, I man. hey, I hear hey, you. Not
1: young men; they got to pee. Yeah, that's true. So, um, concert. It's okay. Yeah, I always call that, like, the prostate song or, like, the prostate break. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: funny.
1: Um, but I love the way they they bust into, like, um, Pinball Wizard in the middle. Isn't that what the song they do? No, 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 they do um, Won't Get Fooled Again, right? They bust into a Who song in the middle.
0: You mean in the live version? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think
1: it is. It Won't Get Fooled Again? I think yeah. it is. I think it's The Who. Yeah, no, it's definitely The Who. I just can't remember which song it was. I probably should have looked that up before we started. But um, And I like how they re- repeat that cool Guitar part in the middle, they repeat it over and over and over. When when you see it live, yep. and then Paul talks to the crowd right there, and that's my favorite part, where he says, "I want you." Everybody, clap your hands! Clapping.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, fun. It's a lovely. it's a great one to sing along to. Also, I mean, yeah, I just love it, Christian.
2: I have to agree that it is a classic hit of the Kiss catalog. When they did bring it back into the, when did they first start doing it? Was it in 2000, um, on the very, you know, when they started the farewell tour, when they started working those songs? They worked
0: in. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. Link it
2: up in "Heavens on Fire," were the first kind of non-makeup songs,
0: right? To make it in into
4: there. the
2: fold when they were yeah. still playing with Peter and Ace. Yeah. Um, but I do remember, yeah, initially the crowd reaction to kind of getting those songs as part of the concert. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and I think it's, it's just got a good groove. And uh, I've always liked the line, you got to live like you're on vacation.
0: Yes, that's a great line. You know? Yeah. yeah.
2: You don't have to wait for an invitation. No. But live like you're on vacation. There's no, <laughs> no, Just saying, well, it's Christian, wait it, ain't, for an invitation? it ain't a crime to be good to yourself. No,
0: that's, yeah. a, that's positive. Yeah. Um, there, uh, what, what's the other line? There ain't, ain't no reason on earth to waste it.
2: Right. Yeah. So, like, so get the, up the treat. You have to taste it. Yeah.
3: yeah. It, <laughs> um, it's, which, a treat. it's almost no. like they wrote it as live it up.
2: Oh, (laughs) maybe. Sure. And then we're like, which is the general theme of kiss. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, um, my, my theory, my theory on the revenge album is the song spit was probably originally called shit. It don't mean shit to me. And then in the studio, Paul goes, can you just, can we do something else with this?
2: (laughs) But um, (laughs) now here, uh, what the interesting thing about "Lick It Up," though, I find is that the guitar solo is pretty simplified. Mm-hmm. It's just. I'm, you know, I was going to try to be impressive and say it's a, either a scale or an arpeggio. I don't know what it is. But but of just those notes, the succession, now, 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 now. And that's repeated four times. Yeah.
1: That's my favorite part of the song.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It. And if that was kind of an attempt maybe to make it more radio-friendly or make it more friendly- to different uh, demographics of people that didn't
1: 12 year old girls watching uh, MTV. yeah
2: right that's yeah that's right so uh and there's a live version i think from that i don't know what tour it is but it's the an animalized tour it had to been but um they did one of those things where both bruce and paul were playing guitar like bruce was holding the chords and paul was i'm gonna say it did a reach around Okay. And then he was playing the, you know, I said it. Oh, cool. Uh, but, um, but then, you know, in this live version, as the song went on and repeated it at the end, then Bruce uh, let loose with all kinds of notes on a uh, ending guitar solo. That's right. Not on the original recording, but yeah, but this just <laughs> making fun live versions of it. Yeah,
0: this is just this is a good pop rock song from Kiss. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. it is won't get fooled again. By the way, I just looked it up.
0: Excellent. Good job. Sorry thank you for, that. thank you for the research, Courtney. Um, so far, I don't really think we've hit a clunker. I mean, we don't, we didn't love not for the innocent, but I don't think we hated it. So I think so far we're on board, right?
2: I believe
1: so. You spoke too soon. No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So let's, well, let's hear young and wasted. This is uh this is uh written by Jean and Vinnie Vincent. And here we go. Okay, Kyle, I'm going to start with you on this one. Uh, thoughts?
3: I don't, I don't mind it as a song. I don't know if I like it as a Kiss song. Does that make sense? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it I think so. It doesn't really
3: sound like a Kiss song. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I like it better than Not For The Innocent, I think.
0: Wow, that's interesting. My, my thing with this song is Gene and Paul always made it a point to say that they did not party. Mm -hmm. so those two guys are neither young nor wasted and so this just feels like you're pandering to a to a group of your audience you know what i mean i think
1: it's about him sleeping with a drunk chick (laughs) oh that's that's what i think it's about
0: like a young drunk chick
1: like a drunk a young drunk girl and he's just like because he says you're not just another pretty face you know and then it's all about addiction it seems like but like very sort of cartoony
0: yeah it's almost like they're leaning into the addiction well she's loaded so I'm gonna you know I'm gonna see what I can do with her
1: (laughs) you know what I mean yeah but then he's like mad at her like you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't (laughs) you know like he's mad at her like you better get your shit together young lady I'm okay, sure I feel bad about this now. He feels bad at the end <laughs> because she was so drunk.
0: I feel like you, you you are reading so much deeper into these lyrics than when Gene wrote them, but I like, I like it. Keep, keep it coming.
2: He says, he says the night goes on for days. And he also says that you've been branded by the monk. You've been branded by the iron and you've been cut by the knife. And there's a monkey on your back running up and down your spine. So not only is there a monkey on your back, but it's, it's sprinting. It's doing your laps spine repeatedly. Your Look, that's what it says.
0: And so he, he tried to rhyme knife with spine, which that doesn't th- rhyme.
2: That is not officially a rhyme at all. In yeah. I, that's why
1: he just certain, says it again. He right, just says fine yeah. again to yeah. make up for it.
2: Right, <laughs> it as far as all any of us know, Gene was only high once, and it was because he accidentally ate some brownies okay. that oh. had the pot in them, and that was back in the seventies. But as far as we know, he has never done anything. Yeah, never been drunk, never anything. As far as we all know, right? Right,
0: mm-hmm. he's a, he's yeah. addicted to uh, to a sex. If he's addicted to anything, that's what he's addicted to. But uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, this one's a thumbs down for me. I don't, I don't like this one. Thumbs up or down, Kyle?
3: I I would give it a thumbs up if push came to shove.
0: All right. Uh, Courtney, what do you think? Up up or down?
1: It's okay. It's just really hard to follow Lick It Up because it's so big and awesome and hoppy and it's like how do you follow that so they just they had to throw something behind it and here this is
0: it. Yeah, maybe they were trying to burn a song like they're like none of these n- none of these songs can follow lick it up. So let's this one's the one that's going to get thrown under the bus. So that's, that's where we will put think. it. It's and a that way official song. Yeah, and that way you have a you know it, you have a Paul song, that a Gene song, a Paul song, a Gene song. And now and what, what about you Christian? What what are your true thoughts on Young and Wasted?
2: the The thing that hooks me on this song are the drums because okay. they do have a lot of power, and the song itself has a real good drive to it. Um, i uh, I don't think it's my throwaway song.
0: okay, cool.
2: I'll oh. play that game later.
0: All right,
4: cool. yeah
2: all but right I do like I, I I like the drums of it and I, and one thing I notice is that Eric does kind of a cool little fill after each verse ends as they go into the chorus or whatever. but
1: See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
2: And, and,
0: and you're a drummer
2: and I do play drums,
0: <laughs> So that's, I, I could see where you could be attracted to that. Excellent. Okay. We're going to close out side one with another Paul song. So again, I, I do like when they alternate when it's Paul Jean, Paul Jean. I like when they alternate it, it gives a, some variety. Um, so this is give me more written by Paul and Vinnie Vincent. Just to uh, just to give the listeners the taste of it. the next lines are like a dog to a bone make you sweat make you moan love is sweet so insane come on lick my candy cane so Merry Christmas so <laughs> Courtney as we have said in past shows that Gene writes the sex songs and Paul writes the love songs this yeah. is Paul going full on sex.
1: Yeah. This is Paul's Paul's sex song. This is Christmas version of Love Gun. This is Candy Cane.
0: (laughs) Yep. Um, Uh, What do you think, Courtney? Merry
1: Christmas. Paul's vocals are nuts. Like, crazy on this. I have chills during that chorus and that, like, I got chills. And um, I can't even believe he can hit some of those notes. It's nuts. Like, there's no way they could have done this live. The voice would have been, like, destroyed. He must have needed like a three-day recovery after this song <laughs> like it's so intense and i love it and i literally got like got chills so and Vinny's uh playing i love the guitar on this it's super gnarly and awesome and okay,
0: excellent uh christian
2: yeah i like this one a lot i think uh, it's got such a great great rock and drive to it Like. It was making it kind of got a Queen, Stone Cold Crazy. Oh,
4: that's type interesting. Of
2: feel to it, um, but I, l- I like that it's such a high uh, uh, up tempo, <gasps> high octane rocker. Mm-hmm. The uh, Paul gets Paul gets nasty with the lyrics. Yeah, you know.
1: Touch my body, take it slow. Come on, make my juices flow.
2: Yeah, See?
1: so the best part is, oh, listen because you know, he's so bad, wants to go, oh, listen, people, but that's not sex. <laughs> this song is about sex
2: now, so I, yeah, I like it. I, it's a great one to like, uh, I don't know, go running to or work out to or, something.
3: or beating someone up,
2: or yeah, or
0: uh... I gotta be All honest, right. but starting out, my note, I, I have the word nope. Written, but you guys, you, you, but you guys, uh, you guys are, you guys are swaying me a little bit now. You guys are, uh, you guys are convincing me. Kyle, what about you?
3: Um, I think it starts out strong and then kind of does that sort of sometimes kiss like plateau of like it doesn't go anywhere, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like, okay, like what? Oh, it's just the same thing for two and a half minutes.
0: Cool, all right. <laughs> all right. We're going to kick off side two. I need it. All right. Cool. All right. You, I think you guys swayed me. I think, I, I think it's my favorite song now. Um, side two kicks off with a song written by the entire band. So give, uh, give Eric Carr a little bit of that publishing money. This is All Hells Breaking Loose. This was also the second video. It was another post-apocalyptic uh, feel to it. And uh, there's a little bit of a kind of a rap. Paul does a little bit of a, a rap at the beginning.
4: Yeah.
0: Street hustler comes up to me one day and I'm walking down the street minding my own business. Now he looks me up and he looks me down and he says, hey man, what be this and what be that? And why you gotta look like that? Well, I just looked at him, I kinda laughed. I said, hey man, I am cool. I
4: am the breed.
2: This song, this song makes me realize I need to say I am the breeze more in real life, in my everyday encounters. I just need to say that more.
0: Well, you can only I say it if breeze. you're cool. You, you have to, that I am be- cool,
3: I am the breeze.
2: Yeah. Yeah, both of the, my, all of that. My favorite
3: part is that he rhymes that with that. Yeah, what be this? <laughs> On, would be this and then. would be that, and why you gotta look like that? Like that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it it's not even the same cadence, it's so abrupt. It's at least, and the one thing, at least in this po- post apocalyptic video, Paul doesn't have like food stuck and smeared all over his face, <laughs> like the end of Lick It Up, right? When they're all around the campfire, yep, the post apocalyptic models.
1: No, but they're beating <laughs> up homeless people, yeah, that's, that's right, video in, in, starts. right.
2: They're they they're being out. attacked and they have to fight back and well, yeah they they weren't
1: really are. being attacked it's like one guy was like <laughs> hanging on jeans sho- like pant leg and then they just yeah. come out and start kicking ass everybody except Vinny Vinny's like I'm not fighting
0: no I don't want my wig to fall off
2: <laughs> <laughs> and in the video at the very beginning when Paul's doing the rap there's like oh. there, there's a little person and then there's a <sighs> person on gigantic stilts
0: oh my god.
2: And he's kind of rapping to the little person a little bit. They would just, so weird. they would just
0: throw anything at the wall in those videos back then. Um, for me, I like the, I like the beginning that do 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 And I right. like the chorus, but I'm not, I'm not a fan. Like I would rather, I would, I wish instead of the rapping that there were actually lyrics that were sung to get to the chorus because, you know, all hell's breaking loose that, you know, that's a title that could have really been something a little bit more rockin', a little bit more meaty. And I think the, I think the, the faux rapping kind of hurts. it. I don't know, Courtney,
1: it would have been better in the middle. It would have been really cool if it just popped up in the middle and you're like, Oh, that's different. That's fun. Yeah. Just for like a couple, like, just for a
0: couple lines instead of yeah. all the verses being this faux rap.
1: Yeah, it's kind of um, uh, my friend Craig Gass, who uh, I um, does a lot of Kiss material. So he funny. does a joke yeah. about this song in the voice of Christopher Walken. He does the whole rap as Christopher Walken.
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: It's on YouTube somewhere. Look it up. It's hilarious. I'm, I'm out of my I'm own
2: rude. business. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's really funny.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, so like, where this is just kind of like a this is like a shrug for me. Like I just, I'm not totally on board, but I'm not, I don't totally hate it. I just,
3: it's, it's weird that side two starts with it.
0: Yeah. Do you think side I mean, one should have, it doesn't
3: matter that much. No. But.
0: On a CD it's right. It's buried right in the middle. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyone else have anything to say about this song?
2: Just the, no, I, I think the, Main riff of it is it, it's it got a great hook, yeah. And then, and the chorus is catchy. And it, the chorus, yeah, it's it's the second, you know, it, it was that a hit. Did it chart? Uh, I, I don't think it charted second video. I, I know
1: it was on MTV, I just yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, that's so, all I know too. Um, for those of us back in the day, that's how you kind of metered everything, yeah. yeah. It, was,
0: it was a single, if it was on MTV, I always considered that's a single, yeah. It didn't, yeah. you, you know, it, you, you can sing the chorus. You can, it's got to sing a long chorus, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. overloading blowing my fuse. So.
2: And Paul.
0: <laughs> rapping Paul. <laughs> Paul.
2: I love rapping Paul.
0: All right. Moving on to. Do, 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 do. I think
1: it's more like West Side Story, Paul. Like he's trying to be all cool coming in, like to kick ass. Sorry. Rapping West Side that, Story, Paul.
3: That is funny that you say that because that's exactly how Paul would name, like thinks what cool is. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'll snap into it. Like, this is how fights work. Banana, right. banana,
2: banana, banana. All right. We chin- the, the, the later video had. Oh, wait, never mind. OK, <laughs> the video for uh, and I'm, now I can't think of it. Now on hide your heart, right? <laughs> Remember that? But, yeah. Okay. Wait, well, I'm getting way ahead of ourselves. You're Getting way
0: ahead of you. That'll come. That'll come in a back couple up. of later on in 2021. We'll get to that album. Back uh, up. Back so they, up. they changed the format on side Two a little bit. Cause they, they play, they have Paul songs back to back and Gene songs back to back. So the next song is another Paul song written by Paul and Vinny. And it's a million to one. Like I like Gene on the chorus. You can hear Gene's background vocals uh, on the chorus. And uh, I always like when Paul and Gene sing together or, you know, harmonize or whatever you want to call it. But, uh, mm-hmm. Courtney, what do you think of the song?
1: Oh, my God. I love the way it starts. It sounds like a Paul Stanley solo album song. Mm-hmm. Like, is that what you were going to say too? I was going
2: to say that. I was going to yeah. say, like... Sounds like the 78 solo album. It would yeah. be perfect on that. Yeah, And I,
1: I mean, I love the way it starts in. It's just like that classic Paul sound. But I love how he's like, you know, a million to one, there's someone better than me. Just kidding, there isn't. <laughs> I'm the best. Just so you know. No! I love the way he's like, there's someone better than me. No! I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's a... It's a Paul winner. Yeah.
0: This is the closest we get to a power ballad on this album. Yeah. And I feel, I feel with different production, uh, like with Ron Nevison or something, you know, or Bob Ezra. I think that this could be really something special. I kind of think sometimes the, uh, this album has a little bit of a bombastic, uh, sometimes a little bit generic production. I think, uh, someone else might've been able to really pull something classic out of this song, but I I don't, I don't dislike this song. And I like, uh, I like when Paul puts his, uh, wears his heart on his sleeve. What do you think, Christian?
2: I, I like the opening of it and, and that kind of classic kiss quality of it. Uh, Paul's very strong vocally, but the song itself doesn't really do a lot for me. So, but, and i like, I can't write songs. I, I feel so weird saying Oh, well, yeah, well, you, know, well, you go write some songs on a gold album, yeah, but you know, but but this one this one didn't really grab me that much,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, when uh, I yeah. yeah when i when I talk about someone's guitar playing and I'm a guy that can't play guitar, that's uh yeah. that sounds a little ridiculous, but you know it's yeah. just uh, it's just our fun opinions, uh, Kyle, what do you think of a million to one? I know this was your wedding, um, I know this was your wedding song, yeah, so you might have <laughs> it's some a little
3: bit hard to, uh, to <laughs> um, no, it was. It's fine, but yeah, I agree. I think a better production or a better producer would have done this a little better because it's like, it's of the ilk of like a tomorrow or something, but I like those songs better. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: Mm. So, that yeah, that would be Yeah,
0: but I don't hate it. I just feel like, I just think it could have been really great. Yes, exactly. All right. Here's a Gene song that Gene wrote by himself. Of course he did. It's called Fits Like a Glove.
4: (laughs) My (laughs) love.
0: going to get to the chorus but uh gene writes lyrics like a guy that's really bad at sex
2: (laughs) i'm gonna do it to you yeah i'm
0: gonna do it to you
2: this is yeah this one's got some
0: beauties in it (laughs) oh my god i mean we didn't even get to the part where he just says where he says where there's a talking part and he says uh uh because when i go through her it's just like a hot knife through butter i mean what are you Uh, doing yeah even at 19 years old i was like at 19 years old i was still a virgin and even when i heard this i was like this isn't good this isn't what (laughs) this isn't how it goes gene i mean must be love fits like a glove it must be
1: right yeah if it's like yeah i was gonna make a very disgusting joke and i just stopped myself and decided not to
0: why that's not what's your problem
1: oh <laughs> boy, it's pretty gross all right so yeah
0: courtney do you want to talk
1: about this first um sure fits like a gl- well before i heard it i thought it was about Vinny's pants but it's not <laughs> It is about Gene having sex again. What? Um, but I'm so surprised that with how often he talks about his his, his privates, which yeah. he refers to as my love, he didn't say my love fits like a glove. Right. That would have been must be love fits like a glove. Like why didn't he go for his usual thing?
0: Well, he did say his snake's alive.
2: He, <laughs> he says did. that, and, and it's ready to bite. Ready to bite. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, you feel my love, and, and she's my love in her hands. Like, I thought he would say my love fits like a glove. I was just surprised yeah. that he didn't. But, um, you know, it's kind yeah. of a fun song. It's kind of in your face. And it's dirty and, yeah. you know, a little raunchy, but whatever. It's really graphic, actually.
4: It right is. Hand. It is. It
1: is. He's usually more about, like, the double entendres and everything, but not here.
0: No, He's not at like, all. like,
1: right out there with wet dreams and urging to merge, and it's right there in your face.
0: I mean, I mean can- yeah. Just now, I, I I was reading it as Jean earlier, but when you just read the line, because when I go through her, it's just what? Shut up!
2: He's <laughs> pretending he's a buzzsaw?
0: I know. I just. Uh, <laughs> how did he never have like a like a um, like a chainsaw in his codpiece and come out and like, you know, <laughs> cut something
3: in half with it? Probably well, because Wasp did that like two. <laughs> oh yeah, before. you're right. You're right. Kyle, what I'm do you surprised th- they didn't do it like 10 years later and it say that they cl- claim that they did it first. <laughs> Baby, do you want some toast? I've got the...
0: <laughs> now, Kyle, again, I know that you danced with your mom at your wedding to this song. So how does it... <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's, again, it means something um, to you personally.
3: It, look, uh, based on the title and knowing, you know, it's Gene, I thought it was going to... I thought it was going to be way worse than it was like, I I liked yeah, it as a good groove. It does have People a good groove. Listen too closely to the lyrics.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if yeah. you're just, if
0: you listen to this song, but without intently focusing on the lyrics mm-hmm. until that, uh, hot knife through butter part. Um, yeah, you're banging your head, you're grooving, you're pounding yeah. the steering wheel, you're into it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a gene song. That's yeah. the thing when, when it's a gene song, you 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 can kind of predict what might be coming up, so <laughs>
2: yeah. And yeah, can... I, I love the rhythm, the verses and the choruses. Both got a really good hook. It's a, it's a great rock and gene song. There there's another great guitar solo in this one. Vinny's doing good work. Um, but in uh, 2020 and 2021, can you say I've got the urge to merge? <laughs> As a no. pickup line to no. win you some points?
0: No. Nope. So don't. Nope.
2: Erase that from your repertoire. Or, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I can silence a room like nobody.
1: Here's well, what- <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking really, really if a guy I've said got I've the got urge the urge to, to merge.
2: merge. Yeah, it's poetry.
1: A little bit.
2: It I is poetry. I find
1: it romantic. That's probably the most romantic song.
2: <laughs> night scenes, wet dreams, enough to make you drool, and fire, fire, fire for the fuel. Yeah, man. I mean, around Christmas time, sure, like cold night. Yeah.
0: yeah, the Yule log. Um, he wants to put
1: his Yule log <laughs> in in a
0: fireplace. We're, we're
2: getting to that later. Yes,
0: we are. We're
4: getting to I that didn't even later. think
1: of that joke. How dare I not? Now, Courtney, right. I'm a bad person. Courtney
0: typically, guys are not hit on by women who throw out pickup lines in your personal life. It, can you recall like the worst pickup line a guy ever threw out to you?
1: Oh yeah. I've had some bad ones. Um, one time this guy said to me, <laughs> uh, wouldn't it be weird if like our skin was on the out, like our insides were on the outside and like our brain was on the outside. So instead of getting a haircut, you would like have to go to a brain surgeon. Do you want to get a drink? Wow. <laughs> Do you want to get a drink?
3: That's a, Do you that's so, want to I mean, get a clearly, drink? Yeah. Does this person not, not understand how sentences work? It was so <laughs> weird. <laughs> wow. He was so weird.
1: And uh, and then one time I had a guy say... So wait a, a minute. What, was,
0: what drink did you order?
3: I didn't. <laughs>
0: I know. I know.
3: Was this, was this by any chance Ed Gein? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that
0: is. He's, uh, he's, a he's a serial killer. He's
1: a serial killer. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no all
0: right, no, no. Courtney, go ahead. Keep going because I want to hear this.
1: Uh, and then another time I had a guy say, um, oh, I, I wrote a whole blog about this called Ru- Mean Things Guys Have Said to Me.
0: Oh, no. And I
1: had like all these great ones and I can't remember because I haven't been single for 12 years. So I don't remember. But one time I did a show, and I used to do, like, when I was heavier, I used to do, like, self-deprecating material about my body. And this guy came after me, and he was like, I really liked you. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he's like, I want to get you a drink. And I was like, okay, because you always want the audience to buy your drinks. It helps the bar, So
0: far, everything's good about this. So far. Puts
1: his arm around me and goes to his friends. Hey, I'm hanging with the fat chick.
2: Oh. Boy. Just uh, bad. I
1: blew him right then and there.
4: <laughs> Mr.
0: That just that's, broke that's horribly tact. wrong.
1: Isn't that awful? That's, that's
2: terrible. Um, oh, my God. You know, before the pandemic, I wanted to use as a pickup line, <laughs> would you like to go to a Judge Judy taping? <laughs> <laughs> just as something weird. But like, you could, we that's could go though. to a taping of Judge Judy. It's just down the street and... I just for the weird reaction, but uh,
3: here I got also I think that's
2: good. Also, I got a coat like a glove. Does it make anybody else think of the OJ trial? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, on. it does <laughs> now.
3: Yeah, he actually sued Johnny Cochran. Yeah, <laughs> if the glove doesn't fit, on my In lap, re, he has to pay residuals every time <laughs> they show right. that clip.
0: I uh, I just came up with a good uh, COVID uh, era pickup line. If you just uh, You look at, uh, you look at whoever you're interested in you just go, I want to get maskless with you,
2: Uh Mm, right? Yeah. Intimate. You, uh, will go behind a partition. (laughs) You show me your face. I'll show Show you
3: you mine. mine. (laughs) (laughs) I never used, let's let's all go get tested together. (laughs)
2: I
0: never used any pickup lines. I would just talk to someone and then see if maybe they enjoyed my company. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, then see so, where yeah. it goes from there? I would yeah, talk to someone so and day you
3: usually walk away from me. That's how it happened.
0: Pickup lines. Don't work. No. It.
3: Pick up They're lines. like, Kyle, Kyle, don't let's hear about Frankenberry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I thought it
1: was interesting. <laughs> Fine, okay. How do you like your Frankenberry in the morning? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got Frankenberry and Booberry if you want to. <laughs>
0: you want to mix those <laughs> together see what happens? <laughs>
3: that's right.
0: Oh, when I pour milk on my cereal, it makes my cereal so wet.
4: <laughs> hey, I just cereal.
0: I just realized that this album closes out with Gene, Gene, Gene—three Gene songs in a row. It does. Let's go with uh, another one Gene wrote by himself: "Dance all over your face." <laughs> That's good,
4: Kyle.
0: Look, I'm just going to start because this, for me, this is the worst song on the album. This just has nothing. Uh Uh-oh, Courtney Courtney might have a different opinion. It's all opinions. I'm not right, and no one's right or wrong. This just has nothing that I like. I just like, the, (laughs) the lyrics are just plodding along like he's saying whatever he wants to say, you know, walk into the freezer, get some food. It's just like, it's like, what? Nothing. Just, I don't like anything. I don't like anything about it. But Courtney, you might have a different opinion. What's up?
1: Um, I like it, but it makes me laugh. Okay. It, it does make me laugh. But, um, you know, like on your, you know, on your, on your iTunes, you only pluck a few songs from your favorite albums. Right. And this is one of my plucked songs. I actually kind of like it. All right. Um, I just think that it's kind of like, he starts out like liking her, you know, it starts out with, Hey, listen, babe, and then goes to, Hey, listen, bitch.
4: Right.
1: And I'm just so surprised because Gene doesn't, you know, I've never heard him call a woman a bitch in a song, really. Has he? I mean, this is before Burn uh, Bitch Burn, but has he done a bitch before this? No. I can't think of I
0: don't think so. I think this is his first one.
1: Yeah. He gets a little bit like in the beginning, he likes her and then he stops liking her and then he just wants to do this. He just wants to dance, <laughs> which obviously means put on yeah. moisturizer.
2: Because because you were getting, uh, Courtney, you were getting to the lyric where he says, Yes, I saw you with another man, and you put me in disgrace. Yeah. So... Thus, right, right. the dancing all over the face. So, right, now all he's right, a bitch. So, because Gene's always been faithful in every relationship of he's had, <laughs> been yeah. involved with. I'm um, so, sure I, it, he must have really been crestfallen, yeah, when this woman cheated on him. someone.
0: Hurt him, hurt yeah. him bad,
2: yeah, because he's angry, he's angry, not happy. No thigh high boots for fi- forbidden fruits, no satin and lace. <laughs> just going to dance on your face. I Not feel
0: there. like satin and lace or leather and lace are in just too many songs. <laughs> that combo. Or like if something, if, if something happens at night, you can bet something's going to happen during the day. I mean, it's <laughs> like Kyle, what do you think of dance all over your face?
3: Uh, again, like the groove isn't bad. This one, you don't even really have to listen to lyrics that much. To, <laughs> to know like, uh, uh, Yeah, no. All right. I would take the other one over this for sure. It's like a glove. Okay. Maybe he needs a co-writer.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, let's find out because the next one we close it out with on on the eighth day written with Gene and Vinnie Vincent. Let's hear if we close it out strong. Uh, let's start with Christian.
2: Okay. Um, there's some kind of fun drum fills in the opening of the song as it gets into it. Uh, this song's kind of a precursor to God gave rock and roll to you because he's he's talking about on the eighth day, God created rock and roll. So, um, yeah, you know, it's a. Uh,
0: it's not a strong <laughs> closer, though.
2: Yeah, it's not a super strong closer. I, I like the rhythm of it. Um A lyric is you sold your soul and virginity. You can't rape a heart of gold. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes you were yeah. born to rule. It's destiny. Now it can be told. I'm worried. Anyway. Um
0: Again, I feel like with the title of And on the Eighth Day, I, I just feel like there's more that you could do with a, a song that has that title more you know mm-hmm. something it's clever yeah but
2: it seems uh yeah and I'm towards just, the end I'm, of the song oh i just one to thing. uh towards right. the end of the song it slows down a little mm-hmm. and it goes kind of goes into a marching drum snare thing and just for effect it's you, like oh just something different they threw in there but
0: and you like that
2: I, I I thought that was cool. It's okay. Part of the grandness of what Gene always thinks he's doing. At
0: least. <laughs> right. Good call. But, I like yeah. how you put that. Thank uh, you. Kyle?
3: I'm just uh, like, first off, I'm just surprised and glad that it wasn't like on the eighth day, God fucked. Like that's what <laughs> <laughs> we were leaning towards.
2: God got mother God and nature. He made,
3: hey, he made that glove fit. Uh, so yeah. So no, we, I'm glad, I'm happy about that. It's fine. I like that. I like what Christian brought up about the God gave rock and roll to you and then put that together. But
0: here, I'm going to make up some gene lyrics. right. It's not,
3: it's not a great album closer.
0: I'm going to make up some gene lyrics right off the top of my head. God got mother nature and he took it behind the tree. (laughs) Two minutes later, after they fucked out, Pop me and on the eighth day. Eighth day. That is like perfect. Not bad.
1: No. I don't
0: even write songs. I don't even write songs. Courtney, what do you think of On the Eighth Day?
1: I actually like this song. Uh, Courtney's like into it. the
0: gene. Gene is, turn, just, is getting Courtney going on this album.
1: Well, it's just the chorus is so long. I feel like it goes on way too long. If The song should have been a little shorter. I know it's already kind of short,
4: mm-hmm.
1: but like it's, it's the chorus. I mean, I guess it's not really that short. Now I'm looking at the time. Like four minutes. Yeah. It's too long. It's, it could have been a three minute something song.
3: Yeah. Or, it's or have like a better bridge to maybe. give you the four minutes or something. Yeah. Chorus. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent get what you're saying on that.
1: Yeah. But I do like it. I think it's fun.
0: All right, let's uh, let's uh, go around the horn and we'll do some overall thoughts on the album. Um, uh who wants to start? Christian, you want to start with some overall thoughts?
2: Mm, yeah, I overall it's a pretty strong offering. It now wasn't this the first Kiss album to go gold this, in a couple of albums.
0: This went uh this one went platinum actually. Okay, yeah. But maybe that's Which over the, time, maybe it initially went gold, but yeah, it, it is currently a platinum album.
2: Okay, yeah. So that uh, and that hadn't happened for Kiss in a, in a couple albums.
0: Yeah, not for a while. Um Yeah,
2: yeah I guess Yeah, there's some songs that jump out and I like the two video cuts. I like the two hits. Okay. Um but it doesn't uh, it's not super memorable for me personally.
3: Yeah. Okay. Kyle uh, what we just talked about? Overall thoughts on about, overall I, th- thoughts on, on the on album. The album itself. Sorry, I thought you were still talking about songs. Um, it's fine. I liked it a lot better than I thought I was going to. Like in my memory, okay. there were more songs that I liked. Um, because I really looking at it, I was like, oh, I think I only like Lick It Up. But no, I like you know Exciter and um, yeah, Million to One's fine, and uh, you know. I forgot about the rap until it like right as it started. And I was like, Oh, I, I had to play that for Marissa. She was like, what is this? Like, is the whole song like this. I was like, no, but,
0: but I it might as well that. be Courtney. Uh, oh, go! I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: No, no, that was it. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Um, I will also
0: agree with you. It's, it's better than I thought it was. Cause again, reading the song titles and without listening for a long time, I was just like, yeah, I don't think I like this album. But uh, I do like the Paul songs better than the Gene songs. And uh, definitely I would have left a couple songs off. Not I wouldn't have released an eight song album, but I think uh, they had to have had something to replace a couple of these that I personally don't like. But Lick It Up is by far and away for me, the standout of all standouts on this uh, album and then maybe Exciter. And Courtney, what about you? You seem to like the Gene on this one.
1: I did. I do. I mean, I'm, I'm being very um, easy on it, I think. But um, I love Lick It Up so much. I love that song a lot from like since the first time I heard it to now that it's I've heard it so many times um, that when I went back to this album as an adult, I had a hard time finding anything to match the level of that song to me in my heart, like, yeah. how I liked it. And um, so it took a couple of listens before I kind of picked out, you know, the songs that I like, you know, like a million to one. And I do like dance all of your face. I like it. It's it's campy. It's ridiculous. It's funny. You know, it's it's just ridiculous, but it is kind of fun. So um, but like as far as like putting this album on and letting it play through, I've really never done it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not a it's yeah, I, I would cherry pick songs on this one for sure. So, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right. So not, uh, not a reigning endorsement from any of us, but we also, none of us, uh, didn't like it. We enjoyed, we enjoyed going back yeah. and revisiting Lick It Up. Is that true? What do you think? Yes. All right. All right. Excellent. Okay. Moving on a year later, we've got a new guitarist and this is a very short album, Animalize. It has nine songs. It only comes in at 36 minutes. Mm. I want to show this inside photo. I th- this might be was the,
1: like three hundred minutes
0: <laughs> for the people who are going to watch the video, the Patreon people. That's like an amazing picture. Like I always thought this was a was great cool. picture of Gene. Like he looks. I mean, very chiseled. Very chiseled. Mm-hmm. Like more than I've ever seen him. So, mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
3: so just a, just a question for time period wise for mm-hmm. for lick it up and stuff. Was this around the time when Gene was going to start starring in? Like movies and TV shows. Yes. I like try and break into acting. So is that part of the reason why they took the makeup off?
0: Well, I I believe with this album, especially, Gene, I think Paul says Gene is missing in action during this period of Kiss. So Paul produces this album, Gene gets an associate producer credit. The the credits are all over the place. Like there's there's a lot of other bass players on here. Uh, let me, let me look it up real quick so I can know what I'm talking about.
2: And, yeah. So, so would it, G, would Gene have been filming Runaway with Tom Selleck?
0: I think That's maybe.
2: During said. this period? Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, we got, uh, uh, if I'm saying his name right, uh, Gene Bouvoir. He was from the Plasmatics. He plays. No, bass.
1: it's, uh, it's not Bouvoir. It's he a He Beauvi- pronounces it.
0: Bouvier, um, Bouvier,
1: no, it's Bouvoir. Sorry, what not is, Bouvier. Sorry, uh, no, you were right. Bouvoir. Sorry, pl- what's wrong with me?
0: He plays bass on th- three three songs. Paul plays bass on a song. Uh, like I don't think Gene plays bass, bass on any of the Paul songs. And um, yeah, this is a uh, this is this is a tricky one for me. I'm I, this, you know, right uh, right Wait. before we even start, I'm going to say for me this is the this is my least favorite Kiss album. Animalize is.
2: And this the one uh, the one time Mark St. John yes had recording credits and uh, yeah no video and one video credit
0: yep no writing credits um, I saw this tour I saw oh, the really? an- animalized tour and the aforementioned Wasp opened up and I remember there were lots of parents with their kids there and then Wasp came out and said <laughs> who who wants to fuck like a beast. Oh and uh God. and the parents were like oh what the hell is going on let's go buy a t-shirt uh johnny yeah um <laughs> so that's the good thing i did i did get to see all every kiss drummer live you know oh, Eric, Eric cool. Carter. Oh, and um cool. i remember the stage being very sparse but they had uh uh the actual floor of the stage was made up of the the prints that are on the animal prints that are on the album cover it I don't think the set list was great. I, I don't remember it being a very memorable show. It was kind of like, oh, that was it, do huh? You,
2: uh, does any, do you happen to have this book? No. Okay. Ooh. Because this um, really documents the entire concert career, and it, it tries to give a set list of every concert they ever did. Okay, oh, wow. So it's an, interesting, it's an interesting record of things, you know?
0: Yeah, I just remember the set list not being great, and they might have leaned heavy on they were leaning heavy i think on lick it up and animalize and then you know throw in a you know rock and roll all night and maybe a couple other things but so it was uh and they were very you know they're very trying to be very metal you know what i mean and it just i don't think of kiss as a metal band i think of them as a rock band and maybe not even a hard rock band sometimes just a rock band but um let's uh let's kick it off with uh a song co-written by Paul Stanley and Desmond Child called I've had enough into the fire. wants to say christian would you like to start
2: certainly okay this i think this is a fun song it's a good rocker to kick things off um it's uh you know the drums do some cool things uh and, it, and there's a really good guitar solo on it um uh paul does a, a fair amount of falsetto singing mm-hmm. on this song hearkening back to those skills but i yeah just part of uh, Maybe just Paul Paul giving everything he's got for this uh, particular song. Um, yeah, but but it seems that this is one another one of those kiss songs about like, oh, you're down in the dumps, and you everybody's been <laughs> hard on you, but you got the power to you know rise to the top and you know and See, I think I get corny inspiration on songs like this. So, but I get, corny,
0: I get corny inspiration off those kiss songs too, but I like when they're done better. Like crazy nights has some amazing songs like that, that I still love like my way and turn on the night and, uh, you know, crazy nights. I mean, yeah, I I, I think kiss is best when they have an outside producer telling them a little bit of, mm, Let's try this, or let's do that. I think when they're left to their own devices in the studio, they might not have the best filter about themselves. Because
2: it's just Paul and Gene producing credits on this. Uh, Paul has
0: Paul is the producer. Gene has an associate producer credit, which he probably just demanded. I I really think this is Paul's baby. Um, For me, this song is co-written by Desmond Child, and I would have thought that Paul and Desmond would have come up with something a lot more melodic. And again, like they do on the Crazy Nights albums, this just, uh, this song to me doesn't do, it doesn't do anything for me. It's like an immediate, like skip to the next one. Courtney, what do you think?
1: Well, I, sorry, I missed the top of the animalized thing, but like, um, I, I call this the fire album because every single song is fire burn hot. (laughs) I was like, I wanted to go through and count how many times they said a reference the fire or burning and hot, like it's gotta be like 30, 40 times easily. Even, um, the,
0: even the back cover, it's uh flame it flames. There's some fire yes. and
1: the word flame post-apocalyptic is still fire.
2: Everybody in the eighties, everybody was singing about the heat. Yeah. The heat is on <laughs> feel the heat. Right. And you get the heat? Every-
0: <laughs> right. Long before uh, climate change,
1: people were singing about the heat. They, were, they must have been going through menopause because there are a lot of hot flashes. Even,
2: even in Boogie Nights, where that scene where you know they decide they're going to be recording artists, <laughs> mm-hmm. and even the the fake song they're in the studio recording is they're singing about the heat, so the I heat. Thought that was
1: funny. Uh, well, they played the DVD to this co- con- the Animalized concert the, um, constantly on the cruise, like uh, on the TVs, wow. twenty four hours. So that was yeah. the first time I saw it, and I was like oh my God, these outfits are incredibly (laughs) revealing. Yeah, I mean, they looked like it was very, very, like they were just like walking sex objects, which I'm sure they loved. Um, But it was like even more than I'd ever seen before with Kiss. Like this was like, we are here to have sex with you. (laughs) And um, they're bringing the heat. Oh my God, they really do bring the heat. And then Gene's got a headband, which was a really good move for him because of how much he sweats. Yeah. And I'm surprised he didn't keep the headband. Yeah. Because he is like the sweatiest man. So, um, anyway, I was just going to say that about this album, and then I have some others stuff there. But um, I've had enough Into the Fire. I just feel like I like the way he invites you into the album right out of the gate with, come on. It's like, come on in. <laughs> come on in in my off the shoulder animal print. That's right. My Welcome to the show. Yeah. Welcome to the show. It's basically, so I, it's, that's the only part really about that song that I like. It's okay. You know, it, it's okay.
0: Animalize is a title. It just feels like like they're trying for some type of a deaf leopard, one word title. Like there's, there's no songs on this album about being in the jungle or the wild or, you know what no. I mean? It's just like, it should it's, have been
1: called arson.
0: It's <laughs> right. Kyle, what do you think of that album cover? I mean, it, I mean, it goes oh, with, it goes with the title. But, but it's just, it's, it's, it, it doesn't tell me bad. anything. You know, yeah. Peter, Chris is there's not even a kitty cat in the band anymore. Animal,
3: I would rather it be one animal skin. Cause it's weird. Cause it's not even like all big cats. Like one's a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. There's no, that's not a cat. So it's just like, it's like cheetah, zebra, tiger.
0: And I guess the black is a panther up here, but it gets lost in the in the logo yeah, it just
3: gets lost in the yeah uh, whatever
1: i think paul was so pissed that he really had to carry the weight on
3: this yeah that when
1: it was time to pick album covers he's like this one's just gonna be me and they're like they, no, they, laid, paul. they
3: what? laid four animal fabrics on top of each other we'll like pick one he's like yes this right here yeah <laughs> this swatch <laughs> all swash. four together
2: and, yeah uh, it's and this tour um Speaking of this is where where Gene was wearing a wig, but a wig that was different, right? Because because he had to cut his hair for the Tom Selleck.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's wearing wow. kind of he came back
2: and for these videos in this tour because it was more kind of straight hair. It wasn't like so much. It kind of floated around
1: his head. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Just another thing to point out about.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, track two, also co-written with Paul Stanley and Desmond Child. And this is Heaven's on Fire.
2: What does he do? His hands
0: are on fire. Courtney?
1: Oh, this song's awesome. I used to love this video.
0: Yeah.
1: It was such a fun video because they were kind of being silly yep. and kind of having some fun a little bit in the middle. And uh, I like Eric Carr's drums, just look like its own city. Yep. <laughs> like,
4: and uh, I like It's like so
1: um, what's the word I'm trying to look, I'm trying to think of? Um, impressive. Yes. <laughs> like when you see that, it's like, whoa. Um, and uh, it's a great song. I like when they play it live. They played it couple of times when i saw them in the last 10 years it
0: was good yeah i like when gene does the the breathing thing i love that this is a top 10 kiss song for me literally i love it so much of all time time. this is a top 10 kiss song for me i love the drums throughout the entire song i love the i love that at the beginning and i i just i love it it's just a fun song it's like it's the lick it up for sure of this album. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I love it. I've always loved it. And, uh, and since it was the first song released, I was very excited for the animalized album. And then, then not so much, but um, what about you, Christian? What do you think of heavens on fire?
2: I do like it. I do love, I love it. I got to say yeah. um, it's so catchy and hooky. Yes. and, when they brought it back into the set live, uh, it, it just had such a great crowd reaction. It really got the girls up and dancing.
4: Mm. Yep. so
2: that was yeah. a that was a plus. Um, and the video is a lot of, <laughs> the video is a lot of fun. Uh, you know only, and again, only appearance by Mark St. John.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. But
2: isn't the theme of the video is that we're a rock band? And we have sex with multiple women at the same time, all in the same room together. Mm-hmm. That's basically what the... <laughs> what that's the, what the, the video... video- th-
0: yep, that's what they're saying.
2: That's, that's what a- they're saying. They're like, no bones about it, you know? Um, and I've always I always liked the lyric, eat it like a piece of cake. Yes, yeah. I just like it. I just like it, yep. you know? Enjoy what Paul's you're...
1: wearing earrings. We have to really... We can't forget yes. the
2: earrings. He's rocking, yeah. Paul's rocking a lot. I, I was gonna try to figure out what kind of guitar he's playing in the video, but I ran out of time. But it's a cool design of guitar. Um, and it's got another great guitar solo in it. Wait, yep. no, no, I'm looking at something else. Another kind of no nonsense guitar solo. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Wait, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's why I made the notes. It's another thing that just kind of gets repeated four times. Yep no 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 Yeah, it. Um, maybe just to make it more pop friendly or radio friendly, or
3: yeah, maybe.
0: it's it's definitely a it's definitely a poppy radio song for sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Kyle, thoughts on Heaven's on Fire?
3: Yeah, this might be the only good song <clears> on <throat> <in> this album. <laughs> I'm, with, mean,
0: I'm with I'm with you, but we'll get to it. it
3: yeah, it, it's it, it's killer. It's, I it's I would the, put it in my top ten, but I'm not blaming you for putting it in yours. If that makes
0: sense. It definitely yeah. it definitely stands out so far and away from the pack that it's it's uh it's such a glaring you know what I mean? It's uh I don't think there's anything that comes close to this, but people might have different opinions. So we'll find out when we get there. Uh Mark St. John came from a band called White Tiger, which I've never heard of. I've seen I saw their album once. Again, I don't know how Kiss wouldn't everyone of note wanted to be in KISS back then? Did they take a guy that would that would work for cheap that w- but was passable? I mean, I don't know how this guy got in the band.
1: Um, Maybe they were looking for, like, a, a better-looking dude, too. Maybe. To kind of add, because Eric Carr is very attractive and, mm-hmm. you know, Gene and Paul are sexy. So maybe they're, because Mark St. John was a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. He had beautiful eyes. I mean, he was a nice looking guy. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe he had, they wanted a prettier he, guy.
0: He has like that. he has like an Italian like Stallone type of a look. Yeah.
1: Hey. He, you know, he's pretty handsome. Hey, Mark St. John. Not that Ace and Vinny aren't aren't nice looking guys, but they're Mark St. John's better looking than them. Yeah. So I mean, from a girl point of view, I'd say like maybe they were going for like the full on, we're hot, you want to have sex with all of us, not just three of us. <laughs>
0: All right. Moving on to the. Uh...
1: No, one thinks, that's how we think.
0: That's how girls
2: think. <laughs> moving Wait, on. Could to... you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> say that again? All right.
1: I said maybe they were, they wanted the girls to want to say like, we want to have sex with all of them instead of just three of them.
2: Just three of them. Okay. All right. Yeah. So all right. Gene
0: goes all in on the word bitch with this one. He puts it right in the title. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Burn, bitch, all burn, in, baby, all in. He, I mean,
4: all deep. This,
0: this song, I mean, you, you know what it's about from the title. It can't be anything good. It's burn, bitch, burn, Kyle. Let's hear it.
4: Oh.
2: that Yuletide sentiment.
0: Oh my God. I want to put my log in your fireplace is just a grown man wrote that, you know, like, you know, like uh, (laughs) kids in their garage. Didn't write that a grown successful musician. (laughs) This man just had a comeback album with lick it up. And, and this is what he comes up with for this album. It's just, I, I, I have to assume Paul was not down with some, with a song like that, but it, it's a democracy, so and they need they.
1: Need. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
4: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
0: Needed songs because this is only nine songs in this album. So uh, I'm just, I just don't, I, I, I just don't like anything about burnage Burns. <laughs> even when it's even in the lyrics, like it's not even an ad lib. It's actually written here. My my yeah, <laughs> my my yeah. Mm. Just I, listen to this, babe. I mean, it's, oh.
2: um, and we, the opening lyrics are, well, it's out of the frying pan and into the fire. You're bent over baby. <laughs> and let me be the driver. That doesn't oh. rhyme. Oh. By the way, the rhyme, I mean, it's, yep. Right. Yep. it's close.
0: Yep. That just made me think, uh, Courtney, that,
2: driver driver close.
0: That made me think Courtney in, in Domino. Gene says that bitch bends over. I forget my, I forget name. my name. Yeah. Yep. So maybe Gene does like this word bitch. Uh Cort-
1: bending him over, that's for sure. <laughs> and he's making breakfast at the same time, I think.
0: Yeah. I think and at this making point making if Gene bends bread. over, he rips his pants. So Gene's not bending <laughs> over. <laughs>
1: uh, Cort- but by the way, the log in the fireplace is not the worst line in the song.
2: <laughs> the what would you lyric. What would you consider is the most? Well, graphic?
1: it's an act of thrust. An act of thrust. <laughs>
2: That's good. That's and good. Oh, my God.
1: Slice it. It's,
2: uh, it is an act of thrust. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Not thrust. Thrust.
1: Right. It's a little. <sighs> that's. He's Gene's better than that. Gene, you're better than that.
2: It's so
0: funny because on Asylum, he has a song called Any Way You Slice It. And I love that song. Mm-hmm. Because it's Any Way You Slice It. You know you can't deny it. I like that. So, Courtney, uh, big fan of this song, it sounds like.
1: Oh yeah, this is uh right up there uh with uh Christine 16.
0: Again, here this is the case Bullshit. that no song can follow up Heavens on Fire. So, let's throw this on there afterwards. What do you think, Kyle? Maybe, cuz it's
1: yeah. ridiculous. Sorry. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous.
0: Kyle, what do you think?
3: Oh, I So this <laughs> <laughs> I mean, outside of us making fun of it, that's about the only joy thing the, that this song yeah. brings. And, I do like the catchiness of the chorus, but I don't like what they're saying. Right. You know what I mean? Musically, there is
0: some catchiness in there.
3: It's kind of like too, when when you hear like a little kid swear, they don't know why it's, you know what I mean? Like it's cute because they're saying it and we're laughing. That's how I feel about this song.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on. We are moving on to uh, a a song uh, a Paul Stanley song, co-written with Mitch Wiseman. I don't know anything about Mitch Wiseman, but this is "Get All You Can Take." So uh, I don't know if does that. I don't know if that means out of life or or is that women or what is it? Let's find out when we hear "Get All You Can Take." It's women. <laughs> It's, it's just a cacophony. It's just, that song is unlistenable to me. It's, oh my God. Oh, really? All yeah, right. I, 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 hate, I, I hate that one.
2: Okay, cool.
0: I <laughs> cool. hate it. I hate it. And again, I I like that you guys uh, know that you, you, if you love it, say you love it, because I, I certainly do. So I like that you guys, uh, you know, it's not the Pat, what Pat thinks, I but I do. I hate this so much there's nothing for me to grab onto, uh, (laughs) as a fan. Like I can't sing along with it. I can't, I don't feel like air drumming or air guitaring. It's just, uh,
1: that was uh, all you could take was just that all I can take. uh, Yep. Uh, I've uh, had all,
0: I've had all I can take. Uh, Christian, what do you think?
2: Oh, I dig it. I dig it. I think it's got a great hook. Uh, it's catchy. It's interesting. I think it kind of grew on me over time. Maybe initially I didn't, uh, Maybe there was a lot going on, like mm-hmm. you said. Uh, but kind of whatever you would consider sort of the pre-chorus of the song is kind of catchy to me. And then the chorus itself I like. Um, I don't know if I can properly explain it. There's this thing in music that where they talk about, like, the questions and the answers. Okay. Right. Like, but it's sort of like in the chorus – they kind of got those lines where there's a group vocal and that sort of be like the question. And then Paul answers it with a solo vocal.
0: Okay. Oh. So it's
2: sort of like this kind of like, or, you know, it's like, it's like a question sets it up and the answer kind of All right. brings well, resolution <laughs> to it. It's a weird kay. thing to try to explain, but that's what they have going on with that. The kind of the group vocal and then the solo vocal.
0: You are, de- um, you are definitely coming at it, uh, uh more, f- is it philosophical than I am? I'm just like, I'm
2: trying, yeah. My- when he's, when he, you know, with the lyrics that we've just reviewed, I'm tra- <laughs> trying to, to get I'm a trying. handy approach.
0: Yeah. It- <laughs> okay. Courtney. Let's-
1: um, I like the chorus. I love Paul doubling his vocals. Like it's basically just all Paul. Paul it is all Paul. Paul. It's a duet with Paul. It's Paul's duet with himself. Because it's basically, yeah. I mean, there's so, I mean, I know, and every, you know, we've all read The Thing and heard Paul's book on tape. I, mean, I did the audio book because I had to listen to him talk the whole time and read the book. But, um, and it's, you, there's no other way to do it than the audio with Paul. That's when Gene came in and I was so mad, like, it was so, <laughs> love it. But he was so pissed about Animalize, he get you can tell like in his voice he starts getting like angry.
2: Yeah. Oh, that is treasure. Yeah. yeah. Listen to it.
1: It's like he's mad. And um and so I I think with this song he's just like, fuck it, I'm gonna play all the instruments myself.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna do everything. And I'll just sing about sex and I'm gonna do it myself.
1: It's Paul on guitar, Paul on tambourine, you know, Paul on triangle. It's just Paul (laughs) on everything.
0: Kyle, what do you think of this song? Uh,
3: I mean, it like it's catchy <laughs> at the beginning. It's like it's like at a 10, and then like the chorus like drops down. But now that Christian has explained why musically, I get I guess I get it more, but
0: yeah, way to bring intelligence that that into it, Christian.
3: Yeah, I, I mean it's fine. It's <laughs> I, I barely remember it from when we just heard it, so <laughs> I mean, that's a gauge. What was what
0: was Eric Carr's role in the band at this point? I, I just feel like he just walked in and just played whatever. I mean, he tried for sure, but I don't think he had much I mean, say. He, he didn't. Ha- he didn't have much say in any of this, no. in, 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 in making any of these records. I, I don't. I never Paul feel that he
1: takes all the credit for this. Yeah, he's like yep. I did everything.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, they right. it really seemed like the other guys were just sort of the hired guns. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh right. We're moving on to track five. Lo- uh, Lonely is the Hunter. And I believe, let me look.
1: This is the worst song ever. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to.
0: <laughs> That's what and, and Kulik is on guitar on this. Yes. Mark St. John is not on this song. So let's hear it. Again, this um, this thing about with with Gene, you know, that girls <laughs> girls like two things: they want to get railed, and they like money. I mean, that's really,
3: that's, I mean, that Courtney, that whole like, uh, well, fair it is, They, they don't want to get railed; they want to get a log in their fire <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Courtney, that,
0: this, is this an act with Gene? He can't. Is this how he really feels deep down in his core? Is this maybe? It's unbelievable. It. This, I mean, um, yeah, this the only
1: is, thing I wrote for this was I hate this song. No, I, I
0: hate it too. I just hate it. It's got a little bit of a groove that I like, yeah. cool. but that's it. The lyrics ruin it. And yeah, he, now,
2: what is the sentiment Gene is expressing? Is that <laughs> he there is a little bit of a, an emotional emptiness that he faces by yeah. uh, a <laughs> Sex with a different girl every m- night, taking a Polaroid of them, and sending them sending them <laughs> on their way. But you know, he he's he's uh, left with a little kind of absence of meaning. Is, is what he's coming to terms with. Tonight.
0: These lyrics don't even make sense to me. My eggs in one basket, but she <laughs> but that she <laughs> but she threw me a bone. She was dealt a full deck, but she likes to live alone. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't even understand I don't even want to dig deep into these and try to figure it out cuz it's just nonsense to me.
2: But money and honey rhyme.
0: Yeah, but and money and honey rhyme. rhyme. They'll always rhyme.
1: It was like he was between takes in the movie and was like shit, I got to finish this song. I really feel like uh, these these
0: feel like he just wrote these in an afternoon real quick and then just
4: mm-hmm.
0: sent them to Paul and Paul was like we got we're you know, we're on a we only got so many days in the studio, so yeah, let's do it. Kyle, what do you, I know you love it, Kyle.
3: <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, I mean, just jumping off at your thing there, It's it was like, Tom Selleck was like, what's my motivation? And Gene Simmons <laughs> is asking a PA what rhymes with money.
2: <laughs> 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 just... Now, it's, somewhere along the line of me living in LA for, you know, 20 whatever years, I heard a story about, Kiss was recording some s- album somewhere and Gene like kind of poked his head out and goes, Hey guys, I need a, so- a word that rhymes with something. I mean, it was literally Wow. I don't know if that's I a story it. or not, but i just probably like, I'm stuck. What rhymes with a uh, uh, driver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when, when Gene, Fine. when Gene's there good, go. he's a, he's great. Right. and when he's bad it's just unlistenable like for me there's no like oh yeah that's kind of good for me it's just like ugh, gene
1: maybe he wanted his songs to be on the same plane as his acting for this time <laughs> period
0: mm-hmm. sorry he could have been trying to have sp- one he could have been mad at paul too the way paul was mad at gene maybe, maybe gene's like he's just i'll just sabotage this thing with some bullshit
2: maybe so who knows a little bit of just a couple of years later, uh, a movie came out. It was kind of a horror movie called Trick or Treat mm-hmm. that Gene mm-hmm. was in.
0: He was in drag, right? He was a transvestite, I think.
2: Uh, no, not a, if this oh, is the That same
0: might be I'm another movie. Of. I'm thinking of another I think movie. think it's
2: another movie, but uh, in this one, he plays like kind of a small town rock and roll DJ. Oh, perfect. And he's really kind of. Uh, here's the thing I haven't seen it since it came out in 86, but I remember being impressed, going, Wow, he's kind of real natural and underplayed and
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I mean I think Ozzy has a cameo in this movie too. Oh no, oh no. And he's he's very good. He's he's very I mean, he's playing either himself or a rock star and he's very big. But I do remember going Gene, Gene Simmons was pretty good, as that DJ guy. Wow, but nice. I don't know. I mean, uh, that's just one movie, and he had a very small role in it. So,
0: well, here's the thing that bothers me. Gene, I feel like Gene's an intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. He seems intelligent. Well, like when he talks, if he's not saying nonsense, he's he sounds intelligent. You know what I mean? He
1: really might have had no time. I mean, he really yeah. might not have had time. I mean, when but, you're filming a movie but, in the '80s. What cracks it me took up? Took like seven months.
0: Is Courtney? You say that, and yet he releases the vault that's got 150 songs on it. So he had to have something in the vault that he had written previously that he could have polished off. But Around I feel this time. Uh, but yeah, but I feel like he just said this is it. This is what I got. Yeah, why, it leave it. why
3: did he put something like I, I put my Tolstoy in your war and peace. <laughs> <laughs> Use some of that intelligence. Yeah. Come on. It's Jean.
1: the only song that fits with the title of the album. It's the only one hunter and animal. See, yeah. It's the, that's it. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, and I'm amazed that they didn't have like a hot girl dressed up like, you know, like, that an an, been great. like an animal and they're like hunting her in the jungle. Yeah. All right. right moving on to, Track uh, track six, only track six, uh, Under the Gun. Sounds like
3: we've been doing this twice as long as we did the other I one.
0: I know. Co-written with Paul Stanley, Desmond Child, and Eric Carr, getting some publishing money. Uh, this is called Under the Gun.
3: <laughs> Have we explained how much I hate the new iTunes? Cool.
0: Right. Uh, it does suck. You mean music? You mean just... It's just called music.
3: Oh yeah. It's, it's tarot. You used to be able to press space, to play it. Now you can't do that. I
0: know. I hate it too. Keep going. I don't, I don't even have anything to say. I'll go with Yeah. I, I
2: like the energy and the intensity of it. Yeah. Um,
0: it's, it's got intensity. Okay.
2: Paul does a little rapping a little later on in the song and.
0: Uh, any, yeah, any song that utilizes pedal to the metal. I'm just.
2: Yes. <laughs> and you know, that brought up an interesting thought of mine. Uh, Pedal to the metal, is that a reference that can really be used in a tender love ballad? No. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, it, right? It, no. You know, like, remember uh, Sheriff and When I'm With You?
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: You know? Oh, baby, so I put the pedal to the metal when I'm with you. And it just doesn't work, does it? Kiss It's like one of my thoughts. It's like, is it ever too soon to say too soon? It's one of those thoughts, yeah. And
0: and again, Desmond Child, think of what Desmond Child does when he works with Bon Jovi, just like a few years later and with Cher and with Michael Bolton, and then later with Kiss on other albums. This is just, we're not getting the best of Desmond Child on these Mm co-writes with Paul. I mean, if I had never heard this album before and I just opened it up and I read, Oh, Desmond Child co-wrote three or four of these songs. Oh, this is going to be great. And no, no, It's not. So, uh, Courtney, what do you think of this song?
1: Well, maybe it goes back to what you were saying about how, like, sometimes you need that objective person saying, listening to it, you know, who's not emotionally attached to it because it's not their voice, you know. And maybe Paul needed more of that. And maybe this song came in sounding like a Desmond Child song and became this. This, yeah. So it could have been different. Um, But, you know, it's okay. It's kind of a fun, straightforward chorus. I mean... It could maybe also be a little bit of a Gene, you know, I'm doing all this myself. Thanks a lot. You know, it could have been a song like that, um, which is why he sounds so angry in it.
2: (laughs) There's no Under the Rose. No. 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 Under the Rose was on The Elder, right? Yes. There's, There's
0: also drum overdubs on this album by Alan Schwartzberg, which is...
2: Oh, right. Again, I remember reading that. Yeah, yeah, again,
0: it's and there's some guitar overdubs on this by the co-writer Mitch Weissman and it's uh it's really it's not a band album I- I at all. It's just a it's a hodgepodge of the songs that Gene and Paul had at the time. Uh Kyle, do you have anything on this song?
3: Um I mean, uh, and maybe it's because the rest of it is just such <clears throat> uh this one's like, okay. It's like a, I guess it's more of like a, not even like a palette. Like it's like a mint you found in <laughs> under the car seat or something. Like it's like <laughs> fine. It's nothing. <laughs>
0: okay. Next up thrills in the night, co-written with Paul and, uh, Jean Beauvoir. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and Beauvoir also plays, uh, base on this song and um let's hear thrills in the night this was the second single Now, here's the thing. Sorry to jump in first, guys. Um, this, this this at the beginning here. Early, early morning as she wakes from her sleep. Well, yeah, that's when you wake up, Paul, usually in the morning. Uh, nine to five is the day that she'll keep. All right. She's she works. She's got a job. Ties her hair up and her blouse button tight. I mean, he's just describing. But here's the thing. <laughs> A person getting ready, in the yeah, just she takes a person the morning getting
2: morning train, right? She exactly. Um, what, <laughs> wait, wait, but um, the morning
0: when we get to the lyrics, like, and she's walking around like a mystery, <laughs> there's a woman that nobody <laughs> sees living inside. The, this song is written about just a normal, uh, a normal working. Uh, woman or girl or whatever but in in a video it would be like some hot model you know what i mean that would you know and it's just like
2: I like don't... the reporter in uh the Adamant Goody Two Shoes video
0: exactly i mean
2: i just take off those glasses
0: yeah i mean i i don't even know i don't i don't rock
1: the cradle of love take
0: i know down what down he, yeah path. i know what i know what he's going for but i just don't think he achieved it i don't know what do you guys think of the song it's just i don't know
1: Oh my Some, god i love it
0: you do love it
1: i love okay, it
0: keep going tell me about it sell me i
1: love the way paul's i love the way he sounds and um i don't know i just i this is my song that i've plucked from Animalize that i love all right it's always my rotation with kiss and I think Paul sounds great and sexy and it's really intense and kind of fun. I mean, the thrills in the night part's a little bit silly, but the rest of it's just awesome. And I love how, like, in the video, which is like that, that animalized tour stuff, they all look like they're getting right off stage to go to an aerobics class. Or they just came back from their aerobics class.
0: <laughs> here's, some, here's some lyrics we didn't, uh, we didn't hear. In the evening when she takes to the street, she goes hunting with a body in heat. So now yeah. is, is she a hooker by night? Is that what thrills
1: in the night Maybe. is? Yeah, that she gets her thrills in the night. Okay. She's like a daytime you. Gotcha. and then at night she goes out and she gets her kick.
0: Now I'm getting it. It's right so in the she title, She takes Pat. off her
1: glasses and takes down her hair.
0: Come on, Pat. Like it's every right... woman. How how dumb am I? I didn't get this. Um, and desire she's kept hidden inside make her tingle. <laughs> Paul Stanley wrote the word tingle in his yellow notepad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Christian.
2: Yes. Um, I like the chorus. I like the choruses a little bit than the verse, but I think it's pretty catchy. Okay. Uh, and it's interesting watching the video for this because uh, they mix real live concert footage with, uh, you know, the concert, the stage is all set up, and let's shoot the video before we let people in.
0: Okay, yeah, one of those deals. <laughs> okay,
2: the where Paul, like, he's not even trying to make it look like they're playing lot, you know, because uh, the microphone is here, and he's all like playing up <laughs> the camera over here. And um, but the video does show it kind of is a showcase for all of the technical and pyro stuff that they were still using. Um, so it seemed to me like there, there definitely was some purpose in advertising at that to the public going, yeah, there's no more makeup, but still look how they're dressed and look at all the fire and we're look st- at the yeah. sparklers and look we're, at this thing rising up and this thing lowering down. And it seemed like that's what the video was uh, really showcasing for it, them.
0: It's like, guys, we're still giving you a show. So please come come to the tour.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a show.
0: Yeah.
2: Kyle but fine. it is a, it is a catchy song and it's got different elements to it than you know your old 70s kiss albums.
0: All right, Kyle throws in the night.
3: Uh it's like that it's that Paul like lower register that I that he tries
0: when she wakes up.
3: And it just doesn't <laughs> do it for me. Thrills in yeah. the night. Mystery. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no thank you. Yeah. Oh and and something though that um
0: Well, I know that you are sleeping, (laughs) but there's
4: something I must say. Still the road,
2: (laughs) What do you you say to that? Pass the cheese?
4: I'm sorry, Christian.
1: that that on the solo album show. I cried laughing.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, Christian. Go ahead.
2: Sorry, Christian. Oh, just another little interesting uh, trivia element is that in the Bruce Kulick, is in the video. Yes, he is. Yes, so he is he was fully in the band. Um, and he, you know, was probably playing it live in concert, obviously, but in the video, he might've been, you know, miming to what Mark St. John had actually recorded. Yeah. Oh. You know, it's just part of that transition. But,
0: yep. It's such um, a, yeah. Mark St. Yeah. John, I mean, when he got the call to be in kiss, it, it's like the best call of his life. And then he's just ends up being such a, a, a footnote because he would, the, the disease he got, uh, so I forget what sad. it was called, but yeah, it was very sad. And and he, he could have been in the band the whole time, or he might've only lasted through this album, no matter what, who knows? I, we, you don't know how they gelled with yeah. him as a person, but it's uh, yeah. Do
2: you have the kiss extreme close up DVD, that home video.
0: Yes, but I haven't seen these in so long. What does it say in there?
2: Well, it's uh, just as a little section about Gene talking about Mark St. John Mm -hmm. and about how he refers to him as another one of those guys in the 80s was really just trying to show off how flexible his fingers were Mm -hmm. and how, you know, all these guitar tricks that were being innovative and he could do them all and do them very well. But Gene said he preferred just the feel of the song and mm. you know, simple a chord that's going to break your ribs. Rather he kind of compared to some right. of the notes, like an angry B and it just gets to, you know, well, see, it's just interesting. That's what he was saying. And that's the, that, that's the, guitar.
0: that's the genius of Eddie Van Halen. When you hear Mark say, John, you would go, wow, that guy can play really fast. And when you heard Eddie Van Halen, you said, how is he doing that? What, what is that sound? How did he do that? I mean, and that's, yeah that's the difference. You can't, you know, I don't know why I brought it to be in up, but I did.
2: Oh no, no, no. Well, it's, it's worth it. Um, we lost him not long ago. True. So
0: We're moving on. Uh, this is track eight of nine. Who knew that a short album would take so long. This is, um, Gene Simmons writing with Mitch Weissman. This is called while the city sleeps. Then that woman's going to wake up. <laughs> It handle! Uh, Courtney.
4: <laughs> um,
1: I don't know if I wrote down "Poppy Jean" song or "Poopy Jean" song. I don't remember <laughs> if that's a typo or not. Uh, I'm not sure, um, but it's okay. I like yeah. it. It doesn't really connect at all. It's one of those. Here's a verse and a chorus that has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right. And, uh,
2: <laughs> they love you when you're hot. Leave you when you're cold. I
0: know the hot yeah. and the cold, eye it's for a,
2: yeah,
0: eye yeah. for an eye. I feel like he's yeah. trying to cover some some of the same territory that he covered with the song "Naked City" from Unmask, and yet "Naked City" is such a cooler. That's a cool song. Song, and I don't think Gene's in great vocal, great vocally on this album. It's kind of just
1: in Cookie Monster mode. That's what yeah. I call it, Cookie Monster Gene. <laughs> like it, it almost yeah, yeah. Cookie doing the
4: growl thing. yeah. <laughs>
0: it kind of feels like one take gene too. Like it wasn't like it's like they did. I really think they didn't even try with Gene's vocals. Like he just said, I can come in and lay it down. I got three hours free today, Mm -hmm. so let's do it. So,
2: and just a note I wrote down is that, that this song does contain another very, very fancy complex guitar solo. which most pretty much all of them do, but it's like, Oh, okay. Here's uh, Mark St. John again, doing all his, you know, impressive stuff though. Yeah.
0: And when, when, when you you have an amazing guitar solo in, in, in an amazing song, then you really gravitate to it. But sometimes if the song's not great by the time you get to the solo, you might not care anymore, but yeah, this song is, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of this one either. Kyle, what about you?
3: Uh, yeah, this might as well have been called While I Sleep. <laughs> <I'm still laughs> listening to it. so Such a snooze.
0: <laughs> All right, let's see if we can be redeemed. If, if Gene Simmons and Mitch Wiseman can close it out strong. Bruce Kulik is on guitar on this song, too. This is Murder in High Heels. Come on, guys. Do it for me. I just, I just don't know.
2: That, was, just don't, so that little last part that faded out, I, that was the one part I liked. She's that kind of High heels. Yeah. Yeah. Up just to kind of a cool guitar riff.
0: And, and the word fire. And, and bitches. fire. Bitches in fire. here too.
2: And bitch. Unbelievable.
1: Bitch, you, you're. Oh, you're right, bitch.
2: She's a get rich bitch. <laughs> and what would be worse on a wound? Salt or lemon juice? Uh, this, song. this song.
0: This <laughs> song, yes.
2: She's salt a, on the wound.
0: She's a cat been caged too long, and now she's breaking out. Oh, my God.
1: It's the same woman from Thrills in the Night. It is the
0: same woman from Thrills in the Night.
1: <laughs> it's her. But this is the office. best title. huh?
2: She's been locked in her office. <laughs> Yeah, in her high heels and button up, and
1: yeah, she took a sick day, but she was lying. This is
0: this is an album written for dudes who hate women. That's <laughs> what I feel when I with this album. I just they're very
1: over sexualizing. Oh. They don't have any personality or anything or names. No, but um, this is the best title I think of all the songs on the album. It's a great title. It's yeah. very hot.
0: Murder in high heels.
1: I like that
2: and yeah that's about that's about it
1: yeah
0: it this it's this it's a rough album for me it's a rough
2: I'm, I'm glad that the, yeah Bruce Keelick makes another appearance on this he does a good solo and then the song ends uh with more guitar soloing as the whole song fades out um but I've just you know as Bruce has done this podcast before, right, Pat? For two
0: whole hours, we had Bruce. He was fantastic. Oh,
2: yeah, because right. yeah, you know, so a cool an guy, and you know, he was. Uh, yeah, so I like I like to give Bruce the props, man. Yeah,
0: cause... Bruce is great. I I often say that he. I might have told him this, and I really feel I feel he's the 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 bet the best guitarist that's ever been in Kiss, in my opinion. I mean, I, I don't want to take away from Ace in the heyday because Ace came up with those cool licks, but just as yeah. a as a guitarist i really do like bruce but people will fight me on that I'm, it's okay um so animalize which album do we like better do we like lick it up better or animalize kyle lick it up courtney
1: uh probably lick it up
2: christian um, dynasty <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> i'm in for not that not no uh Oh, let me go with "Lick It Up"
0: too. Why not? Yeah, "Lick It Up" for me too. This is um, yeah. I do feel now. The next time we do this, we're going to be doing "Asylum" and "Crazy Nights," and I feel like they they hit a stride with those two albums, in my opinion. But we'll just we'll save that for next time. Uh, the playout song today, I'm probably going to play "Lick It Up" since we all seem to super enjoy "Lick It Up." So we'll hear "Lick It Up" as the playout song. But before we go, I want to thank everybody. Kyle, thank you for producing from Texas and playing those songs. Uh, we can find you on Twitter at Kyle Dotson Funny. Where are you on Instagram? Same thing. Same thing. Branding baby. Branded baby. Courtney, where can we find you on the web?
1: You can find me on the Facebook and on the Instagram. I left the Twitter. I just couldn't do it anymore. I understand.
0: I understand. I understand.
1: I've been off for like five months or six months now. I don't miss it.
0: Good. Come back in the new year. Maybe, mm. maybe not. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter at rock solid show because we need to promote this show and you can go to rock solid for all things about the podcast. Christian, where can we find you on the social media? If anywhere?
2: Well, I'm on the Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I have my own channel on the YouTube, which I'm going to add to some stuff. Cool. Uh, the last name is spelled M a L M I N. And, and co- I can also be currently be singing in a series of rap videos. Yeah. Uh, since we last met, uh, the thing aired and I can talk about it, but I'm in this new major laser Nicki Minaj video.
0: Excellent it's
2: called Oh my God um, and it's spelled G awesome. A. Yeah, oh my God, but it's spelled GAWD.
0: No, yeah. really oh they went God. without spelling.
2: And it is uh, it, it is on YouTube. Um, it's been out for five weeks. And as of this morning, it has four point nine million views. Wow. It seems to be averaging a million views a week.
0: Wow. Now, great. Does that Whatever. turn
2: And this uh, other baby with NBA young boy? I hadn't checked it for a while, but I went on there this morning. It has seventy four million views.
0: Now, Christian, does this translate into any uh, Instagram followers for you when you do these?
2: Some, some but not. A, I'm waiting to break through. I'm I'm like hitting a layer of something, and when I break through, I think it's going to be big. But
0: give me what's your tell us what your Instagram is. Where do we find you on Instagram? What is it?
2: Oh, uh, I just have a Christian Malmin actor.
0: Okay, and that's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-M-A-L-M-I-N, and actor spelled the normal way.
2: Yeah. With a K. Yeah, that's Instagram, and uh, everything else I can be found, um, you know, just, I think, by searching.
0: Excellent. Um,
1: can I say something a little bit annoying? Sorry. Please, but please
4: do. Please do. If,
1: if, you are, if you do find me on Facebook, which I would love, I'd love to be connected to anybody from, that listens to the show. Send me a note and say that's where you know me from, because I'm getting so many of these fake accounts, and yeah. I don't know what's real people and what's not. Yep. Oh, and I don't want to not be friends with someone who supports the show. So have yeah,
2: you, yeah. Have Have you guys gotten an onslaught of friend requests from people? Yeah. who have no idea who they are. Yeah, yeah.
1: people. It's weird. And i either is,
2: it could be the Russians infiltrating. <laughs> our, what's going on?
4: It's
1: aliens. Yeah. It's very it's aliens. weird. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: when you get one and there's no like, and, and there's no mutual friends involved or anything. Yeah, yeah. that's an immediate delete. Yeah. So. I get
1: like, hmm. but sometimes they do have mutual friends and it, they're still fake and it's weird. Uh, know, it it's right. is weird. Yeah. All right. 100.
0: All right, guys. Uh, Courtney and Kyle, I will see next you guys next week. We're going to have 10 people in the zoom room for our 2020 year in review episode. That's going to be uh crazy, uh, wacky fun. Uh, Christian, always good to see you Thank everyone. You. And, and today's Christmas. For all intents and Merry purposes, Christmas. Merry Christmas everybody, and this is the awkward part. We're all going to wave and then we're going to say goodbye.
2: See Bye. you everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Happy kiss dreams.
4: Merry <laughs>
0: Christmas.
2: <laughs> well, I know the bye-bye.